Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up, people? How y'all feeling? Y'all decent? You good? You straight? All right. All right. It's funny. Uh, I'm just going to jump. We're going to jump right in. It's Ergo, Ergo Radio. Thursday at noon. WHBK. What's <laughs> up? It's happening. Showcasing strong young voices from Chicago and beyond. I, I was on the way over here and I was thinking about how we always start the show like that. It made me think um, there's this documentary about like professional wrestling from the 90s. And one of my favorite parts of it, I heard about this on a podcast and I want to watch it. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin walks by and the cameraman goes, Hey Steve, how are you? And he just turns right into the camera and goes, I'm not doing good at all. <laughs> <laughs> I expected that to go a completely different way. That's, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing good at all. That's very real and very funny. Uh, let's get these community announcements I'm going. Kiss, you are Kiss, I am Damon. And I am doing very well. We're, we're, that's good to hear, man. Ergo Radio here with Strong Young Voices, reshaping the world, the culture for the more equitable, the more dope, the, the better. We're all about better here. <laughs> You got any community? I do, I do. Uh, tomorrow, I should look at, I know it's downtown, so downtown is downtown. Tomorrow there is, um, <laughs> I don't mean to be playing. In your metropolitan yeah, yeah. area. <laughs> no, tomorrow downtown, shout out to the champs. I, I yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, tomorrow downtown, there's a really important action uh, for trans liberation. Um, trans women, trans people have been getting murdered forever. Uh, but we now have an awareness that uh, is a call to action or that is led to a call to action. So for those who believe in justice and liberation and freedom, uh, it, it is time for us to show up and support. So if you can't physically be there, check in your life uh, on, on how you can address the violence that is happening to trans people. Also, tomorrow is Bella Ba's birthday. Before we get to Bella. Oh, so that's easy. tomorrow right. at, that's Friday at 6 oh. p.m. at Wacker and Wabash. Okay, check you out. The details. Hey, we're, we're, we're a tandem. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> is Bella Ba's B-Day. Hey. Maybe you might have an address for this too, because I'm bad with details, but Open Mic Lounge. Um, it's, it's called Artist Lounge, right? Artist Lounge, yeah. It, Find it on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Facebook. You know what? I'm on Facebook. Let me, <laughs> let me go ahead and pull this up. While you're looking that info up, uh, a couple other things. One... I've been, my life has been taken over by Louder Than a Bomb for the last couple of weeks. It's continuing. Oh, yeah, uh, it's a good happening. thing. Shout out, shout out Elton. <laughs> Today and tomorrow is a quarterfinals for that at Malcolm X College, right off the blue line. Uh, today at five, tomorrow at five. Uh, come through. It's a good time. Come say hello. Uh, I had a kid yesterday come up and say, I like your radio show. I went, oh. And then I realized it's uh, Patches' sibling. Shout out oh, to Soul Patches and Elijah. Oh, yes, I did. I never met Elijah. That's what's up. Shout out to you, Elijah. And then <laughs> um, <laughs> two other things. Uh, one, tonight, that's Thursday night, right here in Hyde Park, if not now, uh, is having a community action meeting in advance of some of the actions that they're doing. Uh, and the beginning of April, at the end of March, um, we'll have more info about that, but you can come through that tonight, 5733 South University, right around the corner. Uh, go to that. And then lastly, tomorrow night, uh, the parent of our show, Miriam Kaba, is back in Chicago <laughs> doing a talk. Uh, it's called Free Them All. It's at 2324 North Fremont. Um, so definitely pop in there and see uh, Miriam. She's only in town for like a day. Shout so. out to our fairy godmother. Uh, I got the address, y'all. Hey, yo, boy, hold on, hold on. Uh, my phone locked. Yep, thirty-eight, thirty-one South Michigan Southside Community Arts Center. I'm pretty sure Margaret Burroughs started mm -hmm. that place. So that's yeah. dope. Go in there and get some history and get some right now because it's hot. All right, it's time to do. This. So in general, uh, I try to be excited about life. <laughs> I try my best. That does not always work. Uh, but in general, I, I also try to be like excited about the show. I love doing this. Uh, but some weeks I am more excited than others. And this is one of, this is one of those weeks. Shout out to everybody who has been all before. Yeah, I'm yeah, not usually like, have to like wake I'm not, you up I'm not really. unexcited that I had, we love all other guests that we've had and all guests that we will have. Except for the one and you know who you are now. <laughs> but today here we got organizer, activist, artist, poet, uh, Space maker, yeah, fresh ass nigga. Uh, my homie Charles Preston is in the building. What's up? Wow, that was the most forceful air horn. That was, yeah, ever that was I had to go back from the mic and, and project you, that. Yeah. Was, that air horn came from the diaphragm. You know, I'm, that was great. I'm glad to be here though. Um, I've been looking forward to it. I thought, I thought you guys forgot about me. Never, <laughs> no, never. 80, 80 episodes. Well, here's man. what happened is. <laughs> I lost all my contacts, then had your I number, and I tried to DM you, and I do it too late. So, like, I think you probably didn't see it. We would have had, like, 
I'm thinking about who the guests would have been through the first 80 had you not lost all your Yeah, contacts. probably by like episode 60, I probably lost lost my phone. So that, yeah. Regardless. I feel, I feel, I, I, I feel, I feel Thank you for being here, Charles. We're excited oh, man. to uh, Excited to, to top, you, top it up with you guys, man. As we always start you guys, the you guys show. looking great. Right back. Yeah, you man. have pants that are just spectacular. Well, well both of you, are, you both are gorgeous. Like, <laughs> yeah, like is... Damon is gorgeous. Oh God, you, you're pretty yourself. But, <laughs> Thank you. But, but Damon's really gorgeous. I like where this um, is going. Let's <laughs> <just say laughs> start. Like <laughs> the only time I see Damon like all the time is really on Facebook, and that's when like a, a picture of him just floods my time. <laughs> yeah, no, he is and, the and most it's, model. And it's, and it's, it's generally like him in a picture of Jennifer, and I'm like, damn. Every time I see him, like. It reminds me, like, damn, Charles, you you have no bay right now. <laughs> oh no! And, and not only do you have not do you not have a bay, is that you you don't look good as they do. Oh, like, oh, Damon has what? very consistent messaging with his social media presence. It used to be a little bit more all over the place. Now it's mostly like. I'm, only, I'm finer than you. <laughs> right. I only see pictures. Yeah. That's, I mean, because uh, I don't got a lot to say right now. That's that's the right. truth. It's going to be rough. But I, I argue with the finer. Eat, eat these flowers in my but, hair. You know, <laughs> not my political thought. You feel me? <laughs> but let's let's start with the bay hunt. Like, let's okay. let, you should let's get a bay. Um, let's do it. Tweet us uh, at Ergo. Let's just make uh, it happen. No, no, no. Let's just no, speak don't it do into do do existence. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Ergo matchmakers. I had to take care of myself right now. Okay, that's real. Um, All right, you are you are the bay. Yeah. Man. So let's start. Me, with... me and depression are the bay. Y'all are yeah. cuffed up. Man, she cuffs me every night. So hugs me warmly. So let's start with this. Um, as we like to start the show, uh, how are you treating the world, and how's the world treating you on this Thursday? Oh, oh man, uh, I've been like uh, kind of taken back to like uh, a lot of the recent events that's been happening. Um. It's been a lot of uh, personal uh, things I've been going through, as well as, uh, you know, being in spaces. Like, one thing is uh, death. Death as a as a theme has been, like, uh, pretty central in, like, the past, like, year in my life. Like, I've, I've been to three funerals in, like, the last six to eight months, I believe. Mm. Um, most recently was the um, was Takia's funeral, who's um, the eleven year old girl that was shot, who's a member of Asada's daughters, and that that hit me hard because it was tough to witness like uh, my friends and my allies and people I work with and, and love like um, lose someone so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the passing of Baba Kwesi this week, Chicago State University. Um, basically named uh, um, the, rotunda. the rotunda at the Baba Kwesi. I didn't even go to the ceremony because oh, I'm like wow. uh, dealing with all this death. And um, apparently my aunt just got news that uh, there's like a, 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 what you call a nodule on her breast, mm-hmm. um, which scares the hell out of me because uh, I lost already lost one of my aunts to uh, breast, breast cancer. cancer yeah. And so uh, it's been tough. <laughs> and and, and I'm, uh, I don't mean to come on here and like no, depress no, you no. folks. This, this is what, no, this is what, this is what we do. But, and a couple of like, you know, you know, just, just dealing with, with the theme of death and then, you know, the everyday crap, just you know, right you know, there. trying to get money, living, paying bills. Buy new pants. I just, yeah, man. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Just but so, well, well, first things first. Like, my condolences to the to the struggle that you're feeling, life, mm-hmm. and the ending of it. Right, like it's a really complicated thing that's that's like beyond our ability to process in right. many ways. And we we've been on air and off the air talking about about death a lot. And, and if you if you are up for it, I'm here to like process that with you. But also, I, I hear the, the the pain that's coming away and kind of how the world is treating you. How how are you treating it though? From your side, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I, I still, I still do the work. <laughs> um, as oddly as that sounds, like uh, to be doing like activism and organizing like through depression, and I think a lot of us do that. Yeah. Um, because there is like a a self satisfying nature in, in in the work. There is some some type of care that I get from aiding other folks and mm-hmm. and being um present in some of those spaces where I, I like like when I was sitting in like Takiya's uh funeral you know I was I was bummed out like uh a because yes a, a little girl has passed but uh b because um 
you know, I'm sitting amongst organizers who uh, who known this girl and, and and politicized this girl, taught her, hung with her, um, you know, just shared intimate moments with them, and they're going through a rough time as well. So if I could help alleviate their burden um, in any type of capacity, that makes me feel better mm. um, because you know those are my friends and I care for them. Yeah, I, I've been in all this conversation, and you mentioned you know three funerals in in a few months. And again, like Damon said, if at any point like this isn't a, a space or a direction you want to go down, no, let we, us know. We, we'll we, go. we can do this. <laughs> um, but as Damon, like you said, we have real not effective tools to process death mm-hmm. for ourselves communally. Um, like evolutionarily yeah like it's it's we're built in to not know how to do that because we're supposed to be afraid of it because that's like a survival thing like on a very base level so for you in the ritual whether it's the funeral or whether it's like you know wakes and memorials and stuff like that does that help you um is is there comfort in those rituals for you i think there's a comfort in, in community Mm-hmm. And not not necessarily like the rituals and the practices, but the 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 phenomenon of of people being in space with each other and emoting yeah. at the same time and um being really vulnerable and transparent in that space. I think uh that that's that that's key for me. I'm not scared of death, because uh, uh, I've I've been suffering through depression for like uh want to say five years mm. um to the point where i was like hospitalized um had bouts with, with suicide and i think that's not really uncommon for like a lot yeah. of people like uh, especially like organizers and, and activists and, and a lot of people, people. It's just people in general like i've been having like a lot of conversations with like a lot of the black men i've been around and they come out of nowhere um charles i've been you know back when i was in my 20s i was going through some suicidal stages and i'm like this is this is not uh, uh an anomaly like these feelings aren't an anomaly so i'm not scared of death because one like i faced it and and, and i felt like um uh, i've accepted it for what it is it is like the end all be all mm. what i am um i guess more apprehensive or more uh I guess in, in conflict with is the feelings uh, of like despair and helplessness mm-hmm. that comes from um, like people grappling with death. Yeah. Uh, not not death itself, but the people around me and how they're processing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like you know, we kind of kindred spirits in a lot of ways, bro. Um, and, and there's a couple. So. What I think about, like this, that's the work, mm-hmm. right? Like so, time so so often, like we get into like platforms and campaigns and and you know theory and policy, but really like life and death yes. is, is what this is yeah, what this is central. all about. And so, I, what I'm feeling in this time is is two things: one, how much we kind of underplay, mm-hmm. even though we're in response to violence and death, oh, how yeah. much death is like the central part of our work. So there, mm-hmm. I, 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 there was a time. Um, when I was, you know, I had to be public about my depression because I felt like I was like, you know, either concerning people or like absent. Right. Um, and, and you were definitely one of the people that reached out online and like um, empathized or, or articulated feeling similar things. Um, and around that time, there was there was two things that I noticed. Uh, one was that that despair was feeling pretty constant for about like four or five years of my mm-hmm. life. And the only time I was activated was around moments of death, right? right? Like the only time I felt my full self, which was really scary, was responding to Mike Brown. Yeah, it's the mobilizing part. And it's kind of, it's bittersweet, right? Um, it's the fact that um, we do organize. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, a mobilizing force, but it's, 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 it's bitter in the fact that it, it takes that extremity of, of death and, and, and constant death for us to like, get our things together and do what we had to do. And and, and so what what I'm feeling right now, especially in, in, in this like month, is is we usually think of it like in the external, right? Like yeah. I did not know Michael Brown. Right, right, right. right. Uh but but I'm feeling it hit more close to home and I, I feel like we are collectively we're doing better than I think we would have been, but are still collectively like ill equipped mm-hmm. to deal with loss and death in our personal life. So as mm-hmm. as John Walt has has passed, yeah. as Takiya has passed, as I, I lost a grandfather, right? Um, 
just realizing how much that needs to be like a central proactive part of the work instead of waiting for it to happen as if death and tragedy and harm is a surprise right mm-hmm. like this is a constant part and of existence and so much of that work is either like you know interpersonal or like internal and you know some of it can be the big stuff mm-hmm. but a lot of it is like how do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror thinking about these or how do you feel when you look at the people you love yeah, how do you stay yeah. connected to who's still here definitely and, and value that and, and not for some like external means but like you said like because this this is it this is the whole point of the whole thing and there is no ritual and there is no campaign that's that supersedes that all of that stuff is supposed to be in service of (laughs) this of us being able to live i mean i'm gonna take this is something i like haven't really talked about um and it took me a couple weeks to even like talk about it with Mm anyone but since we're here i feel kind of i feel let's do yeah. it yeah. <laughs> come on come on come on so <laughs> so a couple weeks ago there was a cemetery in uh st louis mm-hmm. that was vandalized mm-hmm. so i have relatives buried there mm. um and my dad grew up walking down that street in front of that graveyard mm. every day and there's another graveyard a block away that like his namesake is buried in mm. um and for those who don't know basically folks knocked over gravestones and vandalized mm. it with it's a Jewish cemetery. Um, um, so just when you say coming close to home, like <laughs> it took me three, two to three weeks to even know that I was walking around with that, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't at the, in like my conscious thought every day, but then the moment, like I could look in the mirror and, and be like, what is going actually going on with you? Right. I saw, Oh, I've been carrying that every single moment of every single day mm-hmm. but that's hard to learn how to do exactly and then you have the pressures of society that also like kind of um suppress like what you're going through every day like yeah people are dying but you know i still got to put food on my table mm-hmm. i still have to keep this house over my head i still have classes i got this test on friday and so like pants. you're still going through like the, the... <laughs> The pants are like phenomenal, yo. Y'all. We like, have to put a picture. Like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop with the pants. Like, there's no sarcasm. <laughs> like, these are noteworthy no, pants. pants. Newsworthy, man. But anyway, so yeah, the pressures. So, so yeah, it's just, it's just... <laughs> the, the pressures, the, the pressures, yeah, the pressures the pre- of the pants, the, the pressures of the pants, and every other and, and everything else in, in the world, you know, that helps suppress those feelings. Like, um, I remember when, like um, a belt. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> One notch. Uh, anyway, I remember when my mom was like uh, planning my aunt's funeral. She took care of like all of the. That, that's the crazy thing about black women. They take on so much. But uh, she planned like the whole funeral, paid for everything. And she was so busy organizing around the funeral. Like she wasn't really processing what, what the yeah. death. No. And, it, and it didn't even come to her until like months later until she can actually like sit down and think like, I am hurt by this you know and so uh yeah i think it's just very real though i, I do want to transition because i, I don't most definitely be two more but, but, I, um, but i do want to say one thing off your aunt which you just first of all black women do hold it down but secondly i feel like the death industry or like the funeral industry oh is the most exploitive shit in the world oh and like God. we just need to all start saying that and please don't do that to me y'all yeah. like, do not spend yeah. them racks if something happened to me tomorrow, please. That, that's what like, I told people. I'm like, chill out. It's I'm like, do not. I don't want to. I don't, I don't, I don't even want a casket. Don't, no. don't don't spend like Hardly. racks. Like people spend like 20k, 30k on funerals. Like, like have a party. tuition. Have a on party. Funerals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spend spend and, and spend a few and, hundred on some chicken. Wow, like like it. yeah. Like in, for me, just just drink some. Just drink some hennies. In the spirit of no names, uh, what's the last sign? Casket pretty. Yes, it was a shadow man where they're oh, describing yeah. their own funerals. Mm-hmm. You got we again. We can get from the less morbid, but you got like a vision of what you want it to be. Uh, we can talk. What we we can talk about organizing. We can talk about. Uh, I mean, I th- it's the feds. Yeah, I think feds. I think you know over the last year you've definitely like grown into like a new a new like form almost, um, <laughs> particularly. Around, I know, be, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you, I think you found a space for yourself that's really important. Uh, yeah. Between one being a central participant in the struggle and fight for Chicago State University, mm-hmm. uh, and then also creating the amazing Church on the Nine. Uh, so just kudos to you for like oh, through struggle you, and through being here like doing some really beautiful, powerful things that like are impacting people. Um, mm. 
I kind of want to. I kind of want to go back a little bit mm-hmm. though, because I met Charles before he was Charles, <laughs> I love it. and he's like he got a like colorful pants right now. And he's all bubbly, <laughs> and he was like the most mysterious, serious, darkest dude. He had this. I still am a this mysterious, alter, serious, this, and dark. This alter ego Garvey. Oh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying with the pants. You so, so, so what was the alter so ego? this was oh, so God. this is back like when I was when I first got back from school, going to YCA every week. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get back into the booth. I'm about to go perform every week. Right, right. And this was the same. You was up there every week. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm finna make these revolutionary raps, but I'm gonna code it all. And yeah. like, cause people not ready to hear that shit. <laughs> and then like Garvey would always go up two to three times before me. And, and this white supremacist fascist regime has gotta go. Like he would he would go so hard. Yeah. And so just seeing you from there to now it's just been like a really exciting experience. So what brought you to like that point? This is like pre, I think joining BYP one hundred. Right. This is probably I don't know where you were academic like what from home got you to be in that dude um <laughs> well first like how the how the whole garvey persona came like uh it, it was more like an an exaggeration <laughs> like 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 an, uh, a character almost like alter ego and so it was like an exaggeration of like how i like how i normally feel like i'm i'm Angry like all the damn time <laughs> at like the like the system like at, 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 at every damn thing like I, I find I'm, I'm very cynical I'm very pessimistic um, and like Garvey was like a type of outlet for that but um, and that and that character kind of emerged like out of my depression like before mm. before like uh, my depression like I wasn't doing spoken word and so like my mom sat me down one day and she was like because um, this was back when I was like. Sorry, sorry to go back into the morbidity. Is that a word? Morbidity. <laughs> no, that's um, yeah, uh, of, of my life. <laughs> but um, back when I was like going through my depression, I was suicidal. I came out the hospital, and my mom sat down with me. She was like, "Yo, if you want to end your life, fine, do it on your own terms. But before you leave, try." She said, "At least try. Give it your all in whatever mm-hmm. you do." And um, you haven't even begun to fly yet. God. Like you still on a you still on a perch. You, you, you have imagine you saying that to your kid? Even even begun to fly oh, yet. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, she right. And so like if I'm going to do like some spoken word, because I used to like play with raps, play with spoken word, I'm like, I'm gonna do it in the most exaggerated form <laughs> I can possibly do. And so that's how uh Garvey emerged. And I think where I'm at now versus like where I was at then is like more I'm more um of a controlled anger. It's like um it's like wokeness, right? When people first get woke. And when was that moment for you? Because um, Garvey was I've woke always been woke. Uh, <laughs> but, but, it, but it's hard what to really identify. Says. I think I was... Um, I, I've always been a, 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 a work in the making. Like, I've always mm-hmm. been processing. Like, I've been exposed to, like, uh, black radical stuff ever since... Like I was six. Oh wow! And, you know, that's powerful. Going to Trinity, Reverend Jeremiah Wright. You know, goddamn America. You know his <laughs> sermons. Uh, but how I got to this point now is more of like control. Like when you first like get woke, you tend to like want to like rah 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 mm-hmm. rah rah rah. You know, you shouldn't be eating that. You shouldn't be drinking. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't yeah. be doing that. You're quick to like point out stuff because you you just have this new information and you just <laughs> right. want to spread it off to the world. Now it's like you know I'm more. You know, collected. Um, I've been, I've seen a lot, and I, and then I've noticed like um, ranting and and, yeah, you see and, how and pointing. Actually, yeah, internalize information. And yeah, yeah. And, like, so being, like, don't do that. And 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 a lot of it is not needed. Like like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Charles whether I'm rocking the uncle or not. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Charles whether I got the daishiki or if I'm in the um what I'm wearing today, which or is what, some fly ass the, the fly ass pants. <laughs> So I'm 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 gonna be the Charles like uh, the coat. Yeah, should not be underplayed either. That's true. The whole ensemble. Yeah, the coat. Give us a TV <laughs> stop, show. Stop, stop, stop that, man. Stop that. Stop that, man. No, but that's real though. Like learning yeah. how to. I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. No, Shout out to your mother again. Like I kind of said it under the the track, but like that's one of the most courageous, like powerful things I, I've heard. That's really beautiful. Yeah, man, Shout she, out, moms. Yeah, and what's dope? Like like I appreciate her a hundred percent. And like you know when people um going through depression and are suicidal you know a lot of people 
they won't validate that feeling for you. Mm-hmm. They'll like just tell you like, okay. oh, you need help, pray about it, mm-hmm. or something like that. My mom was like, if you want to do that, cool. <laughs> can you, like, can you imagine? That's what I'm saying. Like saying that to your child and giving them that permission and not knowing what they're gonna do with it is like, God, that is. T- yeah terrifying to me to think about it doing that yeah. but it was it sounds like it's what you needed to hear yeah it's what i mean she knows me more better than like anybody so i think right. she knew what to say mm. and it was it was effective because you know i'm here yeah um uh, and so that's what that's i guess that's how i got here yeah um, so starting to kind of step um off the YCA stage and into into some of the organizing stuff yeah. what what was your your entry point were there people that like brought you into that world um it's hard it's hard to really define entry point because i think an entry point can come in like the very material way Mm -hmm. and then the very um mental and and ideas wise like i've always was like getting like some type of understanding of like the black radical tradition and like black history like from um teachers and professors um one of my mentors professor kelly dr kelly harris at uh, chicago state university um he's a phenomenal teacher he's like he basically was like making me oh, more woke. Bro, who was on the panel? With yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's he's radical in and of himself, and he has a history and past history of organizing. He's from Philadelphia, uh, but he's a real dope person. And so he was feeding me knowledge, and I think the only thing I needed was like, okay, how do I apply this? Yeah, how do you do where that? where do I apply this at? And so um, before um, Mike Brown. Um, the work I was doing was mainly t- talking or engaging in intercommunal violence. Like I used to volunteer for Ceasefire, mm-hmm. a program that round a cut half of this budget. Like, wow, that's imp- I don't think we've had like violence uh, prevention work yeah. discussed up here. That's, that's yeah, yeah. So, so yes, I wasn't employed by them because I at the time I did. They were only like employing people who were who were in the system, and I had a clean record, and so. That might be the only time that's ever been. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, I get reverse discrimination. Yeah. Like, like, but, but oh, that's so you know, I, I would, I would oh, volunteer you, for you them. Didn't, you didn't check the box. Yeah, so I'm sorry. It's crazy. Like, I, I would volunteer. I, I would volunteer for them, but I, I, I realized like they Wait, were. You went to college. <laughs> what? Like, go somewhere. You are unqualified. You can volunteer, for this yeah. job. You can volunteer for us. You can't get paid though. Oh, um, that's wild. But I would volunteer for them and they would basically, uh, I, I understood like they were limited um, and not like truly what I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't think they were getting to like the root of, the, of mm-hmm. the problems in our communities. And so like, you know, I would just sit back and like participate in certain rallies and demonstrations I would see. But until like the Mike Brown thing happened, I saw like this one very visible organization named BYP 100. Uh and I think I've heard Malcolm's name around YCA a couple of times. I didn't really know who Malcolm London was at the moment, but uh, and I and I got speaking down with of, them. Speaking of cool pants, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I, I don't even want to I don't want to go too too deep into it, or but right. uh, I do want to. I think self criticism is important, not mm-hmm. like in the individual sense, but in the collective sense. Right. So here on this show and personally, right, uh, I, I make a lot of space, and I'm a big proponent of both what YCA and BYP 100 has created while understanding the criticisms. And I think I've, I've heard you in loving ways be critical of the impact or the limitations of both of those spaces as you've seemed to somewhat move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of want to give you the space if, if you're comfortable uh, to talk about that, that transition oh, and definitely. some of the things you saw uh, and you know how they obviously were a part of your journey, uh, but why, why you kind of moved on or, or felt critical. Um, most definitely. Like I, I told you I'm always angry, so there's always something to be <laughs> mad at. Uh, YCA was um it was it was an outlet, a, a free outlet, a free resource. Um and it's stationed in Wicker Park. I'm from the Wild Hundreds. <laughs> and so I would journey like thirty minutes, thirty to forty minutes, you know for a free hour. open mic. Um and that's my critique, basically. <laughs> um, it's the fact that there there is an infrastructure on the far south side that uh, that, is, that is close to YCA, and not only that is close to YCA, that mirrors like the resources that YCA mm-hmm. has. And so, like when we talk about like uh, Church on the Nine, um, that space was really created out of anger. It was like we, how come 
And name it. Name like, explain what Church on the Nine. Uh, Church on the Nine was like, a lot of people say it's a lot of things. It's really just a glorified like corner cipher that happened like every week, um, every other week uh, on 79th and Cottage Grove. And so I would like, I understood like what resources and the people I knew. um, And I'm like, okay, how can I use what I know, the knowledge I have, the resources I have to amplify the talent in this community but and and create an entry point into activism. So I will contact like activists and organizers. Yo, let's do a cipher on 79th every week. And so people would come through. And then next thing you know, community folks and people from 79th started looking forward to this thing like every week. And they would come through. Some people just walk up off the bus spitting bars. <laughs> there was this guy who spit. <laughs> like, I, I swear to God. The, I swear, entry. the doors open. <laughs> and, and just bars. And I, I swear to God, like there was this one time like um we were just gathered in our circle and this man he he was an ex-military vet he comes up and recites a shakespearean sonnet <laughs> like there is talent in yeah. chatham yeah. And, and, and 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 it's unheard of and my problem is is like we don't have the infrastructure in our communities to amplify this talent like i think it's a shame that uh like i look at like g herbo uh Bibby and like Chance and how they all come from like 79th Street. Mm-hmm. In order for Chance to blow blow up, he had to mess with open mics that were out of his area. Right. In order for like G Herbo and uh, Bibby to blow up, they had to be invested in street stuff. Right. And so I'm like, how come we don't have, you know, the YCAs out south? And the thing is that there were performance, maybe not like youth open mics, but right. like they don't exist because they were divested from, right? Yeah. Like 47th Street had music venues. Mm-hmm. It had the biggest, most successful music venues in the city of Chicago. Yeah. Um, it's not, it, just like what, all what this. Call it, what's the theater right off uh, 79th and Stony that's been closed? Uh, for, uh, Regal. The Regal, yeah. Right, so it's not, like, we, we often get in that thing where yeah. we don't look historically and at, like, we go, oh, well, these things yeah. aren't here, so they've never been. It's like, no, no, no. No, they, they, they have been, but they're they divi- divested. Yeah, and, and it, and I think it's important for those who are like not from Chicago or like ignorant of the South Side that like 79th, known as the Nine, yeah. became a symbol for violence. Right? Yeah. Like it became known and, as like one of the, the most dangerous avenues in terms of communal violence. Yeah, but so I don't it, even know if you knew this, it, but in like 2013, 79th and Cottage was the most police corner in the entire city. Oh, it still is. Like, <laughs> and like statistically. Like, like I, I look at it. And um, it's definitely like, like really, really, really police. Like every church on the Nine performance. Um, at least 10, 10, 10 police cars, like back and forth, pulling cars over. And so first like activists who aren't like really like in those communities are exposed to like what they be talking about. about, (laughs) And then you have, um, yeah, it's just, it's it's a, it's a learning environment for all. And I, and really fighting back against the notion that we can't be outside anymore. Yeah. Um, that's a reality for folks in, in, in the hood and especially in these, uh, very violent areas in Chicago is the fact that we, we, a lot of people don't feel comfortable being outside. And so we need to create that space and reclaim that space. And, you know, it was illegal what I did. Like I needed a permit for like right. church on the nine. I said, hell no. Right. Like, I'm just going to like be out on the corner. Right. I pay my taxes and you can see, like, with the whole issue with the bucket boys and them trying to kick them off of Michigan oh, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. and how they have to have um, their noise at a certain decibel level. Like, the same thing applies to like um, any like street performance. There's like laws around street performance, yeah. which is ridiculous. And it's it's a war on the public, like you're yeah. saying. This yeah. feeling of being able to be outside. And we've been talking about this in general, like restricting and restricting and restricting more and more. What is a shared communal public right. space? Good, anything like Man. service. A- another example, I, I like it was within the last week. I had tears in my eyes. So I grew up off eighty seventh, right. and so now we're all off eighty seventh and Dan Ryan. There's all these signs that say no peddling, mm. right? Like if anybody knows anything about eighty seventh and Dan Ryan, like like it's like a mall outside, yeah, basically. Uh, and that's like been a part of my life, a part of our culture this entire. And like they put up, yeah, so. Yeah. I want to like I don't I guess I shouldn't say this on the radio, but like I kind of want to like do a guerrilla action and like drill all those things down and, just, uh, and take it down. Hey, I'm with it, man. I'm, <laughs> I know I'm, you. Any, any any type of resistance, I'm with it. And so like going back to yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was that was that was my critique of uh, YCA and how like Church on the Nine came about. It just came out of anger. Um, the space of BYP, like I'm 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 very. Uh, fortunate to have been like in that space with BYP like there are hella dope organizers and people and activists that come in and out of BYP 
um, they basically, I learned how to communicate, um, mm. organize, act like the actions and demonstrations like I did for Save CSU, like was basically what I learned from BYP 100. <laughs> yeah. Like they gave me like tools to even critique them. You feel me? <laughs> and so like, like, I, like yeah. I even, so I owe a lot to, to the, the wonderful organizers and intellectuals in that space. I think my critique of them doesn't fall short of like, um, well, most people's crit- critique of them. I think, um, to be an organization, uh, that was like, that was centered in you of Chicago, um, and to have like the resources that you have, I think you owe it to yourselves to like build or uh, really be invested in hood areas, um, especially like with the black queer feminist lens. Like we know like um, how heavily policed, uh, how heavy policed trans women are. There's trans women in like they uh alderman like david moore's ward who are like hyper policed mm-hmm. because of uh the sex this work the, the sex work that they do and there should be like a response to that there should be like some community building with those folks there should be uh there's a whole bunch of should be's and so i don't want to say like byp ain't doing work because obviously they are like people are uh, take, haven't taken notice to the work they do and like i'm fortunate like they they're even out here doing it and um but i think you know we're all open for for critique yeah so i want to i want to jump back to like when your feelings maybe some of those limitations or some of that critique and your your the idea for church on the nine is developing um when you brought that idea to folks whether it was at bip or byp or in general um were there any like, you know, to that point of like folks actually going in and talking with people, were, were there, was there resistance? Was there trepidation? Was there hesitation from people? Were the people who said, you don't have to name names, but like people who said, yeah, I'm down. And then like when it actually came to showing up and standing on the street, they weren't there. Um, It's funny. Um, No, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that happened at all. Like I, I brought the idea of like, like church on the nine just came from my my own brain, and I say like this is the space I want to see. I'm a creator. And sometimes you have to do that. <laughs> like sometimes and you I, don't need an organization. You don't or... like like uh, analysis is paralysis a lot of times. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you can think so much about stuff and not actually. <laughs> no, I haven't. But um, yeah, like like sometimes it's just okay to do. Like I I, I say like I have people who are down i know artists who will come up and show up at anything and so the least we can do is just put on something for 79th and then it is what it is i think um the only thing i i i propose in like organizations and organs and and spaces like providing a service for the hood and a lot of organizations they don't they tend to step away from that but i think that uh we really we really need we really need that like if we're not giving free free stuff free resources to like those in in need while I, I don't think we have the right to like politically educate them right. or the right to like take this position or build careers and right right or, or like yeah use their narratives and and right. be, be at tables and, and advocate for certain things like well the black community in chicago wants right. this like you're not in the black community of chicago you haven't even touched base with these folks you're not they don't know who you are right so like, this, this actually brings me to something i really wanted to make space to talk about um, because I know you've been critical of it and it, it, this is critique from a place of love. And I was talking with Eve Ewing about this also. Um, so chance having this like sit down the governor, potentially yeah. with the governor. Um, and I wrote down, I, I want to hear your thoughts, but I'm going to share what, what Eve tweeted first. And she, she wanted me to make clear. And it is true. Like someone tagged her in this and said like, unless Eve is moderating this meeting like it's a waste of time. <laughs> but what, you but what she said was, <clears throat> nothing but love for Chance, whom I adore, but I don't think meeting with the governor is a great tactic. We don't even have a budget in Illinois. Private one-on-one meetings with people who show you publicly time and time again that they don't care about you is not my steez. There is immense hubris in the tactic of individual private meetings to discuss things people have struggled over for mm-hmm. years. Um, and to your point about being 
a spokesperson, and we can take this beyond chance, or we can keep yeah. it centered on him. Um, and, and and him, Chicago, you know, we got us some chance to rap. What, how dare you try to talk about someone else? But in the same way, him, like you the know, people were in my mentions, like the, the, nine, Twitter, like, the nine as symbol versus the nine as people, right? Um, and him, you know, going out and talking about the nine in places, you know, like yeah. just. I think I think like, people people have first of all like. Shout out to Chance. Like yeah. when we were fighting for like CSU, he like he took the time to yeah. even like tweet about it. Man. You feel me? He even acknowledged like the struggle for Map Grants. And so the, there, I think there's a certain type of uh, like appreciation for him even like yeah. acknowledging, especially since we like are the school of Kanye West. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, I, I agree with uh, Eve. Um, you know, I, if, if Dave from CSU would have took a private meeting with, uh, around I'll be on him. You feel me? Yeah, like it's yeah, it's the fact it. that um th- like there is this hubris and there is this like mentality that I I should be privy to like what's going on or I should be the one to argue for these people instead of like of authority over right them. instead of like contacting folks who have been trying to get in touch with Frana contacting organizations who have uh had their budget slashed uh and and actually like truly coalition building and approaching Rounder with like a, a demand, a plan, and that that is a broad coalition. So like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people's ideas are represented. Like I myself can't go into a meeting and say, This is what the black queer people of Chicago want. <laughs> like who who am I to say that? I can't even go in there and say, like, this is what Roseland wants, you know? <laughs> I'm just a guy from Roseland. Yeah. You know, but if I had like You can barely even go in there and say, like, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and so so and then like it and then it's the power dynamics of it all, right? right? Um what leverage does chance have for it? rounded a like bow to you feel right. me like he other than it being a photo op for each of exactly this is the so guy who this is, this is the guy who tells Rahm Emanuel no like <laughs> like no I'm not doing that he tells everyone no he's been telling the um Illinois not uh, even yelling it just calmly just saying just, no just telling no <laughs> like me Dave uh, the CSU who else um NEIU EIU when we went down to Springfield we were protesting outside of his chambers. And when he came out of his chambers after giving his like little speech, he smiled at us while we was raising middle fingers at him. Like that, that's, he's the devil, like for real. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't understand like, like how, how, how one individual think, think they can, um, sit with him and, and like, fix this problem it takes a community and you gotta know you're getting played or, or just harmony maybe, maybe he might just yeah. maybe yeah. he might just hit a melody right yeah. quick uh-huh. okay, I'm not, can't I'm, resist I'm not in a, I'm not interested in you know just, just sitting sitting down with Republicans yeah, I, period I, I, yeah I think I think in that point I, I wanna make sure we talk about like what's going on with CSU because like yeah. I am curious on your thoughts on this on, the, on the chance thing I mean I think I think it's been articulated uh, I think we I think we need to one uh, particularly as black men understand the tradition of how we get put in that middleman position to speak for an entire community uh, in ways that class, gender, sexuality, um, and all other identities that are wrapped up in blackness can then get erased. So I, I think he has the best intentions. Right. He is someone like I have mad love for and respect. Every time I see him, it's, it's like, you know, it's beautiful. Uh, and, and I think a thing that he's really good at is saying that, like, he does not know what he's doing on the political mm-hmm. tip, right? Mm-hmm. He's just trying. Right. So I do get that. Uh, I think where, where I will be critical, though, is that he has access to the people that could have prepared him for that. Right. And, and if you're going to take a private meeting, also... Do it privately. Right, don't tweet. Don't don't do the flex like I'm about to have. It's no longer a private meeting. Also, he's getting uh, played because the meeting got canceled. Oh, see, and so yeah, I, I think I think in general, right? Like, and this is not a critique of of, of Chancellor Bennett, like right? Like Martin Luther King sat down with Daily Senior yeah. and like kind of undercut an entire year long. I mean, this, this sort of thing so, ha- happens all the this time. This is this is this a, is a, this is a phenomenon. Of, it's a norm of of us of certain individuals thinking like a seat at the table guarantees. Um, change for a collective or a community of people, and that's not. I I think it, that's been proven not to have worked. Like most of our change, like most of especially like change for Black people, has come through like protests and like resistance, collective like, action. Like if you didn't have like a response or 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 um, what they say, power concedes to nothing without demand. That's Frederick Douglass. So if you don't have like, you can't just sit at a table. Get some rice pants. <laughs> So you can't just sit at a table and expect 
um, to be heard and to compromise when you have n- nothing behind you. Right. No leverage. No leverage. No people willing to protest. So it's 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 better to be at a table and say, yo, like, look, like if we don't get this, then we're boycotting this or we're going to do stage a week of direct action. That's better than, oh, I'm just going to sit and talk with you about right. Chicago and this education. And, and to that point. <laughs> And, and to get off Chan, because I think he's trying. Yeah, he uh, is trying. Like, like, yeah, like big ups to yeah. like, like I'm not knocking him because obviously, like Chance, he he cares deeply about his community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen a Chicago else, really. superstar yeah. like rapper who advocates for his community like like yeah, Chance yeah. do, and who want, who's invested. And he's 23. Yeah, he's so he's, he's young. He's like he young. He's young, bro. Like, <laughs> but 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 to that cr- criticism, I think <laughs> so um, I think that you. you so one shout out Twitter and Facebook. Actually, I did an event at Twitter, which was cooler than I than I expected. Uh, but 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 I think you have like begun to use the the, the social media platform as a tool the most intentionally. Yeah. And like online, you are an activist, activist, and an organizer's organizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you have to use all the and, tools and, and you stir up a lot available. of conversation. Yes. Uh, you so have the to. last one that I caught when I happened to be on one of those things uh, was the conversation around like. Uh, performance-based activism, more or less, uh-huh. uh, and, and kind of the critique of how the social performance could kind of overshadow or disproportionately be centered in the work. And so I kind of want to... That's an interesting contradiction because one, like, right, like, we are all socially performing. Right. Uh, and I think myself, and you, you know, you, we come from, like, performance spaces was literally, like, a part of our right. our politicization. So talk more about, like... Talk more about that now that there was like a whole Facebook dialogue and like kind of where you sit or, or what the critique you were trying to make. Because I because when I read it, I was like, hmm, let me like check myself um, a little bit and make sure does think, this apply I, to me. I, I think a lot of us in these spaces really have to like self-reflect and also ask ourselves, what why are we speaking when, when we are speaking? Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And to reflect on like who we are in, in these spaces. So like what I mean by that is like this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement, and especially like in Chicago, a lot of artists are involved. A lot of a lot of folks who were artists and were like wanting limelight and fame mm-hmm. before like the whole movement stuff actually happened are like in these spaces making decisions. Like they can be woke. Like they can know like uh be politically educated but it's still like i believe like there is this uh matter of ego and um reputation that a lot of people like try to like uphold while like um doing this activist work where i'm come where i'm coming from is like i don't care about any of that like i don't care about um I can I can throw my reputation to the wind. I can I don't care about um how I'm I'm viewed publicly. I care about Really? I'm a challenge. Like 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 at, at all? Like, like, like that's like, important too. Like in, in terms of the work. Like I think I think re- I think reputation matters. I don't think reputation matters as as most people. Like like I I for me like it, it's what you do and not like what not so much like what you talk about or like how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I try to protest. I think of every act as a political action. So even like when I'm like talking on interviews, like I use like a whole bunch of like profanity because it's like a protest against like respectability politics right, right. and, and me yeah. being... Shout out cursing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, I think I was coming from... Shout out to the profanity. <laughs> I think I was I, I was coming goddamn I, I was coming from you know not being really intentional about um the things that we that we speak about like if we're saying we're going to send a marginalized folks then we should really be doing that in terms of like in our practice or uh, how are we how are we making connections into like those marginalized like communities because they 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 need it um and I think like like a lot of activism today is just it's it's I don't know if if, if it's the uh, the vanity of it or it's like people really don't like realize what's happening. Um, oh, like here's an example. Like, um, in a lot of spaces, I hear like um, 
well, we know what's what's causing black on black crime, right? Um, and so it's 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 it's, it's structural. And so when I hear that, I kind of like am taken back to it because it's kind of like we know what's happening onto something else. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you really don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> like you don't know, like the old blocks, the Taekwon worlds, the Jaru cities, the STL, the 051 Young Monies in Chicago and how like your critique of like, cause there is no like research or like academia, like centered on like those lives mm -hmm. or like what is currently like taking place. And so you have like hmm. us just like, kind of like glossing over the fact that there's black on black violence when to me, like there is a Chirac that, that exists. Yeah, there, there is a world, a society within Chicago that doesn't adhere to the norm the, the the norm that 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 most people feel um so in the dismissal in the dismissal like, of the politicization of it it ends up dismissing it as a thing in the world yeah 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 and, and or so, the real like natures of the conflict right, right? like that's something I, i've i've checked myself on over the last like year or so is that i i think we do understand the root like that's what it means right right radical, we, we we know that we root, don't know the but but yeah, people act like like what did they really get into it? Like over? the like like I guess the intercommunal violence is like this stagnant thing, and mm -hmm. it's not. It's very fluid. Like yes, like of course people need resources, but these these a lot of these gang uh, a lot of these killings and things that are happening are strictly out of like retaliation and the and the fact that um that it's kind of like ingrained in them like. You from Jaru City? I'm Not from. For the record, right, 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 right. Like, like, like you from you Let's from that you, you from Jaru City. I'm from O Block. Like your homies are killing mine, um, and so it's either you or me, right? Um, or um, it's back to that fear of death. Yeah. yeah, and ingrained is a dangerous word. I, I think like deeply, yeah, inter internalized, internalized, yeah. Because I just I like. I, I to, feel you. To the so, point of like the political people will like can run with that yeah. framework versus internal. But yeah, it is back to this like the real when we talk about to the root. It's about the, life. It's, it's about life. life. It's about yeah. having a state. And the trauma that, that that cycle has created. And like we, I, yeah, like we talk about those systems, but don't talk about the real impact of them. Exactly, because right? we like, don't. Those really hard to understand. Or like we 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 don't make an an intentional attempt to like address them in 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 a in, in on a human level right on a human level and, and and in practice like we like 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 I said analysis is paralysis so we can analyze you know this system and, and, and what it does but I think you you get another understanding from practice too mm. you, so for you where does that practice come in is it um, like is church on the nine an example of that for you I think I think it it, it can be but even I, I want to like push on church on the nine because I'm I'm just creating space I'm just creating space for those folks and not necessarily um, giving them like a material means or like politically educating them or like empowering. Like I think church online is impactful and it can be like empowering the folks. Um, but I'm more interested in how can I alleviate a bur uh, everyday burden for somebody. Mm. Um, like tangibly. Yeah. Tangibly. A thing like, that they walk around with. How can you take that off their plate? So yeah. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Or put it on their plate. If they're yeah. Hungry, if they're nice. <laughs> so, exactly. so what are you, as we come toward the end here, what are you excited about, about making or what, what are you, what are the ideas in your brain that you're trying to figure out how to put into praxis? And, and uh, do, do we have bars? Are there bars that can happen? I mean, I think, I think there's some bars. All right. We'll have some bars. All right. I'm excited about it. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, prepare yourselves internally for some bars. You're ready for that. I think there's some bars. Um, what am I excited about? Um, I think uh, big ups to like Asada's daughters, right? Um, Absolutely. I think that they are a phenomenal organization in terms of like practice. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the 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 girls they get are like really from like um the communities that organizers talk about. And they politicize those girls, but also like if you see how they handled uh, Takia's death, um, and and how intentional they were with the family in terms of like cause, in terms of uh, offering spaces for healing, uh, and really making a, a connection to where you can ask um, Takia's mother what she thinks about Asada's daughter. She won't say a bad word about it. Mm -hmm. um, but they're they're 
an example of um, bringing the academia, bringing um, theory. The, the, the theory, the resources to the places where folks need it the most. And then like not only they're cultivating new people and new people and, and new revolutionaries like Tequila was a revolutionary in the sense that she thought like of a world without police. And she was only 11. And so, like, I'm just getting this stuff at, like, in my 20s. And so, imagine, like, the world, um, the potential world they're creating with um, the teaching um, that that they're doing. So, I think, like, we have blueprints, like the the Panthers, Asada's Daughters. Like, we have blueprints for, like, the things uh, I'm excited about. Um, But I think um, a lot of work that I'm committed towards doing is like providing one, providing free resources to people mm-hmm. uh, and two, um, politicizing minds and, 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 and making resistance like a norm. Like mm-hmm. we, we have to like be really intentional on making resistance a norm. Right. So, Powerful way to end right Yeah, there. so I, I think we'll have any uh, of the aforementioned bars take <laughs> us on out, but where can, where can folks find your work, your words, your ideas. Um, Google Charles Preston. Ooh. Wow, I tried that. There's like, there's a reverend. There's a, there's, a, there's, there's like a, there's a, lot a, lot, a lot of white guys, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, on Twitter though, what is it? It's underscore. You're, he's uh, another underscore. underscore. At underscore Charles Preston because someone already has the Charles Preston Twitter handle, unfortunately. Oh, man, uh, I'm on we Facebook. Facebook Charles Alexander Preston. Um, shout out to um, folks at CSU, Dave Ellis, Dre Period. Shout out to a lot of people. I got a lot of people. Yeah, shout out. People. So shout out to Bella Boss too. I love Bella Boss. Absolutely. So we got like, let's make this real quick. Yeah, let's, let's um, it Cause you know, we got, we can't not. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, let me get me. Uh, um, um, let me see. South, South, South side. Let them know it. They won't get the picture till I put it all in focus. Media cover my city won't do it any justice. All these political puppets love it when they get the coverage. They talk about it, violence, but they don't even feel it, though. The men with the triggers ain't the only ones that be killing folk. F. Rahm Emanuel, F. Barack, too. How the Democrat elite turn my city into a zoo? I knew some lions that were able to dodge some cages. Mothers crying, their faces straight on the front pages. Some people trying to reverse all these violent stages. Good graces, baby, pace it. We just trying to make it to safety. There's so much trauma on mama. I swear the day is getting harder. Bandos all around. Nino's outnumbered by the Carters. Jealous home for the fathers. The police order the slaughter. Hood steady plotting and scheming on all the daughters. We asking the Holy Father. Why we got to witness this? Why Dimitri get caught now he got to face a life sentence? Why the police get caught and they never have to do a sentence? This drama is unrelenting. No one to sue these bad conditions. Pessimistic in my views. Blame it on my hue. But try being targeted by people who look like you. The same people you protest for when they're shot by pigs in blue. But what are we to do? Now, you could take that and record it. But of course, they're going to exploit it. How do we avoid it? These trauma vultures and all this paranoia. I'm going to get that. Hey. hey. Shout out. Shout out, Charles Preston. Uh, follow us at Ergo Radio. We'll uh, be back next week with another strong invoice from Chicago and beyond. Much love to the people. Appreciate Peace. it. Peace. From my eyewitness binoculars. To Argentina and Africa, uh-huh. we mastered the uh-huh. pressure, yeah. hazardous, uh-huh. harassing us. Right. You laugh at us. Why I can rid it, bag of dimes, now we bag of rhymes. Body bags, price tags on your forehead, nine times out of ten. Young niggas are nine to ten when that line becomes thin. Be a killer or fireman, fill up the lavish pen if I needed to right my wrongs. I can't deny sin, condolences through these palms. I remember when your cousin was coming home. My bitch, but we plotted to kill him cause we ain't norm. Unfamiliar faces make niggas nervous. Convicted court cases might hit the surface. Restricted territories might come through lurking. We ain't want none of that urgent call. Llama had turban fall on my identity. Percocets for all the headaches I'm about to bring. Confetti, tumble out this barrel as soon as it ring. You ready? That was the word for we moved on them. Treat them like Joe the Plumber. I wonder if someone coming can see this tool on them. Immature and retarded is what you call me. Your cousin won't come home from the pen, but from the homie. If I can write my wrongs, the pen is first I read. Even though a bullet hit him in the leg, still walk on by.